live from the Salvation Army National Headquarters, this is the Fight for Good podcast. Hi, and welcome to the Fight for Good podcast. I'm your host, Major Jamie Satterley, the Director of Publications for the Salvation Army's National Headquarters. I'm so excited to be here with you today. Uh, we have a great uh, interview for you between our National Commander, Commissioner Kenneth Hodder, and Charlotte Jones, who is the Executive Vice President and Chief Brand Officer for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, this, this year, we celebrate the 25th National Red Kettle Kickoff, which takes place on Thanksgiving Day uh, during with a great uh, halftime show during that Thanksgiving Day game with the Cowboys. Uh, it's been a great tradition um, over the, the past 24 uh, opportunities that we've had to celebrate. Uh, and so we want you to stay tuned and listen uh, as the National Commander in Charlotte kind of talk about the beginnings uh, of that partnership and what it means today to both the Salvation Army and to the Dallas Cowboys. So stay tuned. Hi everyone, I'm Commissioner Ken Hodder, National Commander of the Salvation Army. And I have a great privilege today of speaking with someone who is very close to the operations of the Salvation Army here in this country. The report came out from Forbes magazine a few months ago that the most valuable sports franchise across all professional sports anywhere in the world is the Dallas Cowboys. And we are so honored at the Salvation Army to have Charlotte Jones here today. Charlotte, thanks for taking a little time to be with me today. Oh, I am so honored that you are here, that we are here together, and that we are celebrating this incredible anniversary of our partnership. Can you believe it's been 25 years that we've been working together on the Red Kettle Kickoff? You know, that is hard to imagine. I, I feel like it was maybe about this tall when we began, um, <laughs> but it has been an incredible experience for 25 years. You know, when you start um, a partnership um, like we have begun, uh, you hope that one day it will become a tradition. Mm. You, you do something that is on Thanksgiving Day and it's, it's a powerful tradition across America and that you hope what you add to it becomes as powerful as the yeah. tradition in which we host it. And for us, this has just been truly remarkable that here we are 25 years later and still talking about it. Well, it has become very much a tradition across the country. There are people who always look forward to the Dallas Cowboys game on Thanksgiving, and they're now used to seeing the Salvation Army as a part of that celebration. How did it all get started? You know, this began, um, actually, the Cowboys were had just won a few Super Bowls in a row back in the early 90s. And as we were celebrating some great successes, we came across um, a pretty big challenge for our organization. And I remember Jerry asking me, he said, you know, if people are going to be as interested in what we do off the field as they are what we do on the field, then we have an incredible opportunity to partner with someone who who is truly doing the most good in all of our communities across the country. Mm. And if people want to talk about us and take that big spotlight that shines upon us, then maybe we have an opportunity to develop a partnership so we can take that energy and magic and shine a light on an organization like the Salvation mm. Army that is truly helping people in our community. Well, and it began 25 years ago. Amazing. Well, you have done so much for the Salvation Army over the course of the years. How has the partnership evolved? 
Well, you know, for us with the Cowboys, I think in the beginning, this was like a great idea of how do we land a performance in the middle of Thanksgiving Day, in the middle of a ball game and bring in an entertainer and tell everybody about the Salvation Army and just hope and pray that every time they passed a red kettle, they'd drop some coins into it and help make an impact. Um, and that has evolved to us for the Dallas Cowboys that the Salvation Army has become a part of our culture, of, of our ethos, of, of the players and the cheerleaders and all of our organization, of people realizing that we have a responsibility to community and we have an opportunity to give back and use our visibility to do so. And every opportunity that we have, how can we leverage that? who we are with the Cowboys so that people know more about the Salvation Army, that we can help raise more money, that we can help more people with the money raised and truly make a difference. And that truly has become who we are with the Dallas Cowboys, that we wear that Salvation Army shield every day. And I, I think you can see that but by what our players do, about how our audience responds, that everybody feels like we're both family together. Absolutely. Well, your approach has worked over the course of the last 25 years. The Cowboys have helped the Salvation Army raise almost $3 billion. When I think of all the lives that have been changed, all the futures that have been transformed by virtue of that generosity from the American public made possible because of this association with the Cowboys, it's an astonishing thing to consider. But I also know that this partnership has had an impact upon your family as well. Yes, Tell us about I think that. you know it's it's so rewarding. One. Um, to be able to look back and think you've made a difference. You know, I know every year we have a goal of going to the Super Bowl. Sometimes we fall short of that goal, but we have a bigger purpose. Mm. And our purpose is to make an impact and make a difference. And, you know, through my eyes when I was in my 20s, it was about making a difference in my community. What I didn't know is that I would make a difference in my family. Mm. And as yeah. I started having children and they grew up um, with the Salvation Army and Blaze and every around every corner that um, they were bell ringers before they could walk so I think what has been great is for me to see that you know that just stewardship and that servant heart has been passed on to all of our family members and and throughout our organization actually and has truly um, made a really diff a big difference in our own personal lives well I know that every member of the family as you suggest has played a role and continues to play a role in this partnership what has your role been how would you say to yourself, this has been my part in this partnership? Boy, that's such a great question um, because I really do feel like, and, and I, I think it's, it's not just me, it is certainly my parents, uh, Jean and Jerry, I know they wake up every morning and really our thought process, process is, you know, this is what we're doing today, but how can we take what we're doing today and use it to make an impact on the Army. And so all, we're always, we are your greatest ambassadors because we are laying awake at night going, what can I do to, to raise awareness and raise money for the Salvation Army so they can help more people? And you know, even as we entered the pandemic, you know, we realized that, wow, we need to help. We need to help. How do we do it? How do we leverage all of who we are and really help the Army do what they do best? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so you know, there's not a minute that goes by that you're not on my mind. So <laughs> I, I feel like that's, that's that's the greatest thing for me. Oh, we're so very, very grateful. You know, over the course of those 25 years, there have been a lot of outstanding performers. You know, that mm. halftime show is always such a highlight for people. Are there any Red Kettle kickoffs that really stand out in your mind? 
Oh my gosh, there are actually a few. I have so many stories, way too many to tell in this time frame. But you know, you never forget your first. Yeah. And Reba McIntyre, I, I think you know, I will forever be indebted to Reba because this was just an infancy of an idea, and to go up to see her and ask her to give her time and energy and effort, and we wrote the song, and she recorded the song that was actually played in that initial halftime. But I'll never forget her telling me, she said, well, of course I'll do this. The Salvation Army was my grandparents' favorite charity. They served donuts on the front line of the war for my grandfather. I'll do whatever you ask me to do. And that was just indelible to me to, to realize, you know, how intrinsic that that effort was for her, you know, a truly authentic help. And, you know, I, I so much appreciate her and many other stories. And we'll we'll get to those later. But um, it's just been full of incredible experiences with incredible talent who all have their right framework in mind of I am giving myself and what I'm about to help something bigger than yeah, myself. That's exactly right. Well, you've carried that out in uh, in every way. It's not just Thanksgiving Day that constitutes this partnership. Uh, there are other ways in which the Cowboys work with the Salvation Army on other days. Tell us a little bit about yes. those. So whether it's, you know, at Christmas time, obviously we are in the trenches and in the warehouse and, and our players love getting to be a part of the Angel Tree program and, and buying for kids. That's always amazing. Um, during our game throughout the season, we have a 50-50 raffle, so we encourage our fans to support the Salvation Army. But we really love an evergreen relationship. So in everything we do when we're not playing football, we're also partnering with the Salvation Army to figure out how we can leverage the assets that we have mm. so we can better help you do your job. Well, you know, one thing that always strikes me, Charlotte, whenever I uh, see you, whenever I see Jerry or your mom, what strikes me is your enthusiasm. Ah. You're always excited about the things that you're doing. So I have to ask this question, what brings you joy and excitement when you talk about the philanthropic work that you do? Oh, you know, I think there's nothing better than than being able to share and bring a smile to someone else's face. And I think we have had an incredible opportunity as a family through the Dallas Cowboys to see that magic happen. And when we actually can can use whether, you know, we, we enjoy this celebrity, it's probably misplaced. It should be on our teachers and doctors and those who are really doing great work. But if we have it, then we need to give it. And, and for me, that's the most important thing, and that's definitely the most rewarding. Well, I just don't know how you do it all. How do you find the time to do all of this in light of your responsibilities with the Cowboys? Well, didn't you know I had a few more hours in my day than you do? <laughs> I have a 28-hour day instead of a 24-hour day. You know, I think this is the thing. I, I, I took piano lessons when I was younger, and my piano teacher used to say, because, of course, that was the last thing that I wanted to make time for was practicing the piano. And she said, if you want something done, give it to a busy person. Yeah. And I've never forgotten that. And that seems to hold true today. And so many people around here and so many people within the Salvation Army are so busy, um, but never too busy to help somebody. Yeah. Well, you know, you have to put all these things in balance. You talk about your, your work with the Cowboys. You talk about your philanthropic work, keeping your spiritual life in balance. Uh, that's not an easy thing to do for people. It's never been an easy thing to do, but in today's world, it's even more challenging than ever. Any advice that you'd give to people about how to keep these things in perspective? You know, I, I wish I had the great advice because sometimes I feel like I'm, you know, the duck and then under the water, it's like this, you know, just <laughs> frenetic trying to keep everything in line. But I think, 
you know, having that um, groundedness and, and always having hope that there is somebody way more powerful than you that's looking over your shoulder Amen. to be there and to help and to support. And I think God does that obviously for, for all of us. Um, it's just um, having the wherewithal to recognize that he's doing it for you too. And for me, um, I think that is the, you know, the rock that, that keeps everything in line is that, you know, there are certainly days when, when the picture in the mirror doesn't look as great as it did maybe the day before or hopefully the next day. Um, you know, you, you need something to give you that confidence and, and support. And I think our faith does that for us and, and certainly is uh, never failing. So um, just having the, the ears to listen to the words yes. is, is what we all need more of. Absolutely. Absolutely. Red Kettle means so much to so many Americans across the country. Uh, but what does it mean to you? What does the Red Kettle signify? What impresses you about the Salvation Army? You know, every time I see the shield or I see the red kettle, I think of hope. I mean, that's, that's what the Salvation Army brings to everybody. I mean, as, as you all are in the trenches in the times that are the most trying and challenging and devastating for so many people, and it's not just the big disasters, right? Not the natural disasters. It's the everyday disaster mm -hmm. that people mm -hmm. face. And when they look to the Army and they look at the shield, um, they know that someone's there to help them. And it's the tangible essence of what God provides to all of us in hope. Yes. Well, that's the like material essence of hope is when I, see, when I see the red kettle and when I see the shield. And what I love about the red kettle is that it's participatory. So it allows all of us to help put hope in that kettle and help spread that. And I, yes. I think that's what we all need to remember is sometimes things become so big that they seem a little overwhelming of what, what can I actually do to help? When in actuality, it's everyone's little step that adds to the big picture of what creates hope in a community. Yes, well, you know, as you say that, I know that your eyes are always on the future. You're always looking toward the next opportunity, uh, getting over the next challenge. What do you see the future of this partnership becoming? Because there are lots of people who need the kind of hope to which you've referred. Uh, where would you like to see this partnership go for the next 25 years? You know, what I would love is, is that everybody that um, supports the Dallas Cowboys, supports the NFL, that actually tunes in to watch um, the, the organized chaos on the field on every like, Sunday or, or Thursday night, that when they see that, they realize that that's the game but the purpose is so much bigger. Mm. And if we can all share in the exuberance of what the game means and then transfer that onto others yes. so that we can bring that exuberance into someone else's life. And through that, um, that the Salvation Army is the way to do that. And, you know, I just, I've, we've always hoped, my father and I both, that, um, you know, he wears the, the shield on his lapel yeah. every day. And he's like, I hope that every time they see me, that, they, that a shield comes to mind. And I want this, the Salvation Army, Army to be synonymous with the Dallas Cowboys. And that's what our goal is, is to just keep infusing um, in, in society of where that hope rings true and, and who's there to provide it. Mm. That, that is such a powerful image that uh, someone would say, when they see me, I want them to see the Salvation Army. I want them to see and understand hope. That's a powerful message. I can't thank you enough for the time that you've given me here today to tell me a little bit about the background of the Red Kettle kickoff. Looking forward very much to the 25th anniversary yes. celebration. Is there anything you'd like to say to the folks uh, 
uh, out there today to wrap us up? Well, I will just say this. The Salvation Army has been an incredibly important part of my life. It has taught me how to use my servant heart. And I hope that if in anything that I have done or the Dallas Cowboys have done, that you too um, will find your servant heart and be able to give back, give to the Salvation Army and help them do the most good. Mm. Thank you so much, Charlotte. And thank you for your support of the Salvation Army. God bless you. Thank you for taking a few minutes to listen to our interview with Charlotte Jones and the National Commander. That's going to be the uh, the end of this episode of the Fight for Good podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the Fight for Good wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to follow the War Cry and Pierre on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Until next time, this has been the Fight for Good. See ya! Subscribe to Fight for Good wherever you listen to podcasts.